Welcome to the Oscars. I'm Billy Crystal, your host, Billy Crystal. And I'm hosting the Oscars for the 2020s. That's right, we got 20 people in their 20s who made movies, and we're calling them the Oscar Awards, after Oscar. The Grouch. I'm Billy Crystal, and I talk like this. First up, we've got Karen Mulligan and promising young Billy Crystal woman. Why are we on this, this Billy Crystal kick? Is this how we're He's starting? hosted the Oscars more than anybody else. Really? really? Wow. Yeah, because he's never competed. Didn't know that. Oh! Hey, Come we're on. not... Yeah, don't diss Billy Crystal. That was insensitive, really. <coughs> Billy Crystal, because we were just talking about Monster Usual University. Yeah, you're the worst. Okay, how are we going to start? How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, snobs. I was making a record time. <laughs> Hello, snobs. Guess what? Here, cue the fun award music. It's his film, snobs, and we're, we, it's Oscars. And it's guess Oscar what? Season. This is episode's releasing the day after the Oscars, so you're going to see if we guessed right or if we guessed wrong. Wrong. I'm going to run down the Best Picture nominees. And they are. And they are all bad. Not all, but mostly <laughs> bad. We've got Mank, which Man. is about Gary Oldman. Um, also, well, before I go into that, we're also going to cover our favorites of 2020, best shot, best moment, mm. yep. best performance, things like that. So we're really more excited about that. We'll cover the Oscars real quick, but it's a weak batch this year. we got Mank, which it should be called Mank. should be called Mank. That's we the name. <laughs> it is called more that, like actually, stank. Jared. Oh, <laughs> We have got Minari, which is about Asian-American dreams and a lovely grandma who sings a song. Oh, the grandma. We've got... It's beautiful. um, Maybe I shouldn't just list them. Maybe we should do something (laughs) else. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone will... You can look up the list online. How about this? Promising Young Woman is on there. Let's do this. If you're voting in the Oscars, instead of just talking about all of them because we don't have time for all that, if you were picking the best picture this year out of all the nominees, what would you choose? Mulan. It's not nominated. It is only nominated for visual effects. Eric. Wait, so I have to choose just what I would... If you were picking the best picture movie... Jurassic Park. Of, of the nominees, not like your favorite of 2020, but of the nominees. Of the nominees, which one do I think is going to take home yes. best picture? Which and one, and do, you wa- which one, one do, do you think want? or which one do we want? Which one do you want? Give both what you think and what you want. Okay. And I will I will quickly say yeah, they are the, the Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. That's, Those a, are your that's the weakest Oscar list in years. It, it's, yeah. it is pretty weak, and it makes me sad uh, when, uh, what was it, Parasite won? There were so many that should have won as well. Yeah. Like that year was stacked. <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah, I should have shared the love. Mm. Anyway. I would probably pick, of my, of, of those, I would I would probably go with Sound of Metal. That's and what I would want to okay? win. <laughs> and why is that, Ethan? I really enjoyed it. It was probably my, one of my favorites. I agree with you. Of 2020. I completely agree with you. But why should the people go see it if you think it should win? Oh, it's so, um, I think the use of sound design is really compelling. I think the story's really good. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think thematically, it's about embracing a new life instead of mm. trying to fight for the old life you used to know. Mm-hmm. And it's so, um, what's the word, nuanced in that. And I think there's a, a key moment, key conversation that's had between the main um, actor, character, and his uh, rehab 
guy that I thought was one of the most profound on film. Mm. And so I really, really was, I was really glad to see it get some love at the Oscars for the, for as, as, cause I feel like in the other award shows before it really didn't make an appearance much. Yeah. So I was kind of bummed like, Oh, well man, that was just, maybe that's a hidden gem. Yeah. But then it gets all these nominations and I was like, yes. Yeah. It's probably my favorite. All right. I yeah. agree. And what is your going to be your pick to win? I think probably Nomadland is going right. to win. Jeez, Ethan still and I, really good, but I very I think I really I like Sound of Metal more. Well, if you're similar, Eric, then follow it up. No, I agree. Sound of Metal, it was beautiful, it was unique. Um one of the I don't know if Ethan you 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 felt this or anybody else who saw it, um but one of the strongest representations of what it's like to lose a sense. Hmm. Um right. <clears throat> I hadn't really I don't really know too many movies that have done that um, as well as Sound of Metal, but it really conveyed the anger, the depression, the sorrow, the struggle at learning a new language, at accepting this thing that's happening to you, that now you are going to be a person with a disability, and and how that's okay. And how you can embrace that, but definitely in those in that first half, just you feeling the intensity behind losing that sense and what that was like for him. Um, it was so viscerally and and perfectly represented uh, in that movie, and I thought they did a brilliant job. And Jared, what's the m- actor's name? Riz, Riz Ahmed, Ahmed, who we love in Four Lions. Absolutely by incredible. The way. Yes. And if you've been following his journey, give him an an award. He's a great Give him an award. He's a he's great so actor. Good. He is so good. He has deserved it three, maybe four times over. Yep. And I, I saw this interview where he like started playing like terrorists in movies and he just like was like, I'm just I'm so sick of doing this and like I want to be better represented. And he started like really aggressively trying out these like in these alternate roles. Yeah. And hidden gem out there. Everyone go see the Sisters Brothers now on mm. Hulu. Riz Ahmed, Joaquin Phoenix, John C. Riley. It's a Western with uh yeah, I don't really see someone from his yeah background being in a Western. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh gosh. Even I just, with, I, I with Sound of Metal, he there was like 19 days before production. There was no money in it. What? Oh, really? But Riz Ahmed had already committed because the director wanted them him to spend seven months kind of in training for this role, oh pre- preparation. Gosh. And there was virtually no money. That is insane. Like, that's how committed he was to the project. Mm. It has that feel a little bit. It's, it's really running gun. Uh, yeah, no. And I have to say, I saw Nomadland. I don't necessarily think it should win. <laughs> I think it will win. Yeah. I think it will win best picture. Right. Caleb. Yeah. Um my pick would probably be I mean I love Sound of Metal. I would be thrilled if that won. Um but Mank. You're going to go with yeah, Mank. Yeah, Mank. Uh I loved Mank. It's the best movie. No. Um I loved The Father. Um I yes, know you did. some of you guys might have yeah, Ethan you liked it. Jared you were a little cold on it. Um I was not as hot as I was. I was warm um, as Luke. And Eric, I don't think you've seen it yet, The Father. No, I really, really wanted to it see it. It would crush you, Eric. Pod. It would crush you. I, w- I, but that's, but I lean into that. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that that I would love to watch it with you because I know that we would both cry our eyes out. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I cried um, my eyes out. I'm blind. <laughs> my eyes fell out. Someone Sound of vision. 
All right. Sound of vision. <laughs> Sound anyway, of vision. Caleb, uh, yeah, that you want the father. father. The uh, I would like for the father to win. I think that'd be great. I was t- talking about it earlier, but I think it, in my opinion, I think it's the best acted movie um, mm-hmm. that's up for best picture. Um, and I think it does a great job of um, depicting dementia and making you almost feel like you <laughs> have dementia throughout right. Right. Uh, the movie. You're like, mm-hmm. and it, it's not a, it's a drama. But it felt like a thriller almost at really? some points where I'm just like, what's going on? Like, you're you're questioning everything. Mm. Um, I thought, yeah, that was great. Olivia Coleman was amazing. Anthony Hopkins was great. Um, and I'm not, it was adapted from a stage production from just a play. And I'm not usually a huge fan of play movies. Like, um, One Night in Miami was a play movie as well, adapted. Did it take right. place in one... Uh, setting a little bit mostly like yeah. in, like in a house or something mostly. like that okay yeah. yeah some might call it a house and usually i'm not too hot on those Very but like i that. really i thought it really worked and i really liked it um and also um as someone who has a family member who has alzheimers uh i was able to connect with it i think mm, a little bit oh, wow. more um so yeah i thought th- it was it was really great but great. i what i think will win i think nomad land i also i think Minari could win just based Minari's off uh, beautiful. events mm. that have happened in the past couple months with race Ooh. stuff. I could see Minari winning, but also uh, the Chloe Zhao, the director of Nomadline and mm. Asian American Woman, um, also I think could She'll win director. Win director. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hands down. People are saying uh, Anthony Hopkins' uh, best role that he's ever done. Yeah, they haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Or Legends of the Fall. Shout out Legends of the Fall, Anthony Hopkins. Or Legends Thor. Of the Fall. Would you would you would you at least <laughs> <laughs> or Thor or how Thor. dare you? <laughs> would you at least say that this is late stage Anthony Hopkins best? Yeah, it's a late great. It's so for good. Sure. It's a late great. It's so good. Like if he's what is what do you think it is? Like eighties? Maybe is even nineties? No, no, no. Yeah, he's up there. So, so like 60s onward, look it up, you Ethan? think that's like probably his Probably, best yeah. Uh, just so you guys know, Ethan kicked me with his little toe and I told me to look up the uh, this is age a, this of is a, this is a Get out of here. Feet are disgusting. All right, so I... Feet in general. Yeah. am going to say... because you're insecure about your feet? What do you think, Jared? It? It's fun. I have a different one from you three. I oh. am going with... Sound of Metal is a very, 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 very tight second, but I'm going with Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennel's film debut. Mm. For Best Picture? Carrie Mulligan as the main person is a great performance, and it's just colorful, it's fun, it's funny, and it does something I've never seen a movie do. It takes the revenge drama... Mm-hmm. Spoilers mm-hmm. takes the revenge drama and it twists it into a forgiveness drama. Twist. It has all the filmmaking techniques of a revenge drama. You think Carrie Mulligan's going around trying to get revenge, but all she's trying to do is get them to say, "See us. Say you did something wrong. It's okay. Say you're sorry. Admit that something is wrong, and we'll forgive you." Which I think is just an amazing. Oh, I want to do a spoiler. I want to do a spoiler conversation about well, this movie. That one yeah, scene with Doc because Ock. I don't agree with that. What? The one, the one scene, scene Doc Ock, where that that's like, the one time in right? the movie where she doesn't. Alfred Molina. She can. She confronts a bunch of people in the movie and tries to get them to own up to something terrible that has happened, and none of them do. So it's just really sad. But then she finally meets this man who was a lawyer that defended a guy who he shouldn't have. And she shows up and he's just like, I've been waiting for this moment. Mm-hmm. I feel so heavy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should yeah, not have done this. Nuts. I feel terrible. And she just, and he just starts crying and she just like, 
hugs him and says she forgives him. But you that's could, such mm, a hard thing to do. But you could tell she was, it was a conflict. It was like she didn't want that to be the result going into she it, did. or she didn't expect it. She yeah, didn't expect she didn't it. Because all expect everyone it. else, they weren't giving it to her, so she finally got it, and she's like, I'm supposed to forgive here. Right. She looked and, now, conf- and now she's like, but it's hard to forgive She now. looked confused, yeah. Oh, we could break this movie down for hours. I, I think it's not it's like... It's a really good one. There's some filmmaking things, and I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, that didn't really work, but oh, like just for what it did, I, it was yeah. my favorite of the nine. Well, she, she, why don't we right now just take a moment to forgive the Academy already for not choosing it uh, Academy. to win because we know it's not. I take I, I, I think, promising, I I think, think promising Young Woman has a real chance, and here's why. Oscar history shows that if a film has a Best Picture nominee, Best Director, an acting, a screenwriting, and an editing, it has a very good chance of winning Best Picture. And in this case, that is Nomadland and Promising well, Young Woman. When are the BAFTAs? Uh, they've already been done. Okay, don't the BAFTAs aren't those kind of telling? Yeah, Not there's there's a few. It's been all over the place the last couple of years. Since it's this is a fun fact for you, Oscar fans out there. Was Oscar that you? fans out there. Definitely, Jared. <laughs> oh my gosh! Since they've diversified the Academy by including more international and diverse people groups, the Oscars have been less predictable into who's going to win. I think that's fascinating. Thus, Parasite with the upset last year. Mm. And yeah. Moonlight over La La Land. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Had to bring it up for you, Caleb. Uh, sorry, buddy. And sorry, yeah, so sorry, what I think is going to win, it's, I think it's either going to be Promising Young Woman or Nomadland. Nomadland's got the lead, but mm. I really hope it's not Trial of the Chicago 7, because uh, I'd rather not talk about that. Oof, Magoof. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I did like that as a film, though. I you did. know, I liked it. I heard that Trial of the Chicago 7 was going to be a completely different movie. There was this guy named Kevin who got um, convicted of something in Chicago in the 70s, um, and it was going to be Trial of the Chicago Kevin. Oh, um, that's a, yeah. that would be a really good idea. Mm-hmm. But then they found the 7 <laughs> They found the seven thing. Eric's just <laughs> looking at me. You suck. Um, one more Oscar question before we go into our best of 2020. I Ooh. think one more is fair. I think we covered our, our favorites in the running. Mm-hmm. If you could pick one or two winners from any category that you would want to win in that category, what would you choose? Eurovision. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> wait, wait. Which Oscar, category Oscar is it? Oscar-winning film Eurovision, the saga of ice and fire. It would literally ice and fire the Oscars. It's up for a uh, best song. You're saying anything oh. that's nominated for any category, for any, if I like, could have that yeah, win. Yeah, if you could like, have one like thing you were like, win. You know what? I really liked Mulan, so you know I'm going for uh, um, best picture on that one. So you know, That's a good point. Any, any movie. I'm with you on your... Can we talk about Eurovision since we're on it? Talk we're about on 2020 it movies? so much, yes. Eurovision, a, a group of us watched expecting to hate watch it. Right here in this very room. I'm a big Eurovision fan. I watch Eurovision every year. We'll probably do a Eurovision pod for film snobs. But none of us were a fan of Anchorman 2 or Zoolander Or anything 2 Will Ferrell's done in the last Or any kind of sequel. Yeah, so we were all ready we don't like to trash. We don't like trash comedies we here. We're snobs. Yeah. yeah. But this movie is hilarious. It and, was so funny. And they just nailed the Eurovision vibe like to <laughs> a T. They so, get it. So what was it, two or three years ago? Yeah, two. I uh, will say we'll say two years. Two years ago, uh, I, I went to Jared's house. He was like, "Hey, doing this Eurovision thing. Anybody want to come over?" I was the only one uh, with his roommate, and we watched Eurovision. We watched Israel win, and yeah. <laughs> I'm not your toy. It was 
absolutely incredible. It was off the walls, crazy. And I turned to Jared and I'm like, let's do this every year. And so the next year we met up at, at my house with the projector and we watched the Netherlands win. Yep. Right. And then COVID hit, of course. But so we're ready to get back on that train. But we were like, we were like uh, aware of the Eurovision culture. And I think that helped a little bit. I think it helped for sure. But I've heard from people who haven't seen Eurovision that they were like, this movie was surprisingly funny. Yeah, and I think it's because they capture the Eurovision ethos, which yes. people just love. And Will Ferrell wasn't annoying. He was nope. he was like, he did his role really well. Rachel McAdams was great. Dan Stevens was great as the Russian guy. <laughs> the lion. And, uh, <laughs> and there was just a lot of good songs. Like, the songs were funny, and they were fun. Yes. They were Eurovision songs. Yeah. No, the songs were actually great. Shout out uh, Bobby Heron, who literally listened to the soundtrack so much that at Dan's birthday... He started he was, singing, like, he was, five of the songs. He was singing them lyric, oh. lyrics and all, and I was shocked that he knew he's like yeah i've songs. seen it seven times like, i was what? like okay <laughs> really and then jared and i were like should we rewatch this film <laughs> i kind of want to watch this yeah, again <laughs> i probably will before eurovision 2021 mm. it's so good uh caleb you know um i just want to go back to a conversation we all had as the film snobs Ooh. um probably a year ago jared texts the group and it says um it's right in the midst of co- quarantine during covid and Jared texts the group and says, Tenet will sweep the Oscars. I thought it was going to. Because it's going to be one of the first movies that's back in theaters, and everyone's going to go back, and it's going to save, uh, you know, film. Cinemas. It will save, save cinemas. Cinema. Theaters. And I... I was wrong. Nobody could have predicted yeah, what was going to happen. It, yeah. Um, because we didn't think, it, you know, quarantine was going to go on for that long, and everything got kept getting pushed back. Yeah. But I was surprised that Tenet wasn't on many of these... I think it got like two nominations. Yes, right. visual effects and sound. I think. Right. Uh, yeah, achievement in visual, which is a huge bummer, especially for my boy, my boy uh, Hoyt, Hoyt Van Hoytma. Oh yeah. Um, I thought the cinematography was great. He deserves uh, more. Agree. And I was a little upset that I didn't see any. It was better than any of the cinematog mm-hmm. nominees. And uh, no Devil All the Time nominations. Either. Also a great movie. Um, which there's I was no, there's none. none of them. Oh, that was a great movie. Harry Melling, Robert Pattinson, Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård, great cast. That's mm-hmm. a robbery. Our, our girl Haley Bennett. Shout out Haley. Shout out Haley Bennett. We'd love to have you on. Shout out. Thank you for liking our stuff. That's it. <laughs> Let's not grovel, guys. <laughs> Haley, we are on our knees. We are literally I am on, on my knees. knees. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're running low on money. We're in the <laughs> hole. Caleb, have some self-respect. <laughs> We don't even but have more, a Patreon. More importantly, we Sir, in the Sir Terrence, Sir Terrence, if ever you feel the need to do an interview, we are the ones who can do it Mr. best. Mr. Terrence, Sir Malik, Terrence please, Malik. please. John Gear as well. Okay, Ethan, what you got? Oh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> who I want to win? Any movie that's nominated for any category. What would you want to win in would any you, category? Yeah. Uh, any category. Yeah. I probably want Carrie Mulligan for Best Actress. Yes. Easily. Stan Carey. Easily. Marcus Mumford on SNL with Carrie Mulligan last week was hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, it was really amazing. Shout out Marcus Mumford. Okay. But Carrie Mulligan, between Promising Young Woman and the very underseen The Dig, had quite... Oh, that was my oh, my underrated know. one. Okay, we'll, t- we'll talk about The Dig later. The Padgett's like The Dig. As so did my parents. Everyone likes Everyone The Dig. Everyone should like The Dig. I it's so it, good. Yeah. It's good calories. I good would, calories. I've got two things that I would maybe pick, and they're both in the... I think they're both nominated in both of these categories. So I don't think... Mm. And it's uh, for costume and for makeup, both the movie Emma, which mm. is one of my favorite movies of the year, and then uh, 
Pinocchio, the Italian film yes. Pinocchio that no one has seen somehow got nominated for makeup and for costumes because the makeup Those and costumes are that they good. They are in that very movie. good. There's literally like people so that look good. like owls and there's a snail lady and it's just very uh, yeah. well done. It's a cr- it's a nuts movie. All right, it's that so wraps up though. our Oscars. Uh, thank you for joining us for the no. Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you what do you think what do you think would be good uh, as far as uh, original score? You won't. What do I think? I because want? we all believe we all believe that a piece of music can really uplift a film and and drive it into success, and so we all. Uh, have seen a majority of these, I feel. Name them again. The Five Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. As much as, like, Soul's not my favorite movie, it's a great score. I, I agree. I can't remember the score. I haven't seen Did you watch it? I watched it. I don't remember the score, though. I haven't seen it. I think the Mank score is great, too, and they're both uh, <laughs> Trevor Reznor and Atticus Ross, I think. So those are my two favorite. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I don't like either of those movies a whole lot, they're both great scores. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. <sighs> All right. Let's go to our 2020 wrap-up. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is what really matters. Oscars are a thing, <coughs> but the snobs know what's up. Free of all um, award nominations. This is just our our list. Our right? list. And we're not going to do the, the classic categories. We're going to do... We're going to pick two favorite films. We're going to do our favorite shot, our favorite moment, our favorite (coughs) performance, overrated, underrated, and pleasant surprise. Are we going to dip back into our 2020 IG that we put out? Yeah, maybe you should read out our 2020. This was uh, about a month into 2021. We had a Film Snobs top 10 of the year that we voted on, and this is what we have. Each of us chose two. So Ricky chose I'm Thinking of Ending Things, Last and First Men. Ethan chose The Way Back. Batfleck. On, and On the Rocks, which I still want to watch. On the Rocks. I still want to watch go. that. Everyone go watch On the Rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared picked Emma, which I also still want to see. Oh, you haven't seen Emma? We should no, watch it. I know. Hmm. And uh, Malmkrog. It's Romanian. No oh. one's seen it, but it's on Mubi now. So go watch Malmkrog on Mubi. It's three and a half hours, and it's mainly philosophical talk. Fantastic. Caleb, what did you pick? Did you have it on there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that one technically is a mini-series. Uh, it was I Know This Much Is True, Mark Ruffalo, and his twin brother, Mark Ruffalo. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Tenet. Yes, yes, that is good. And I picked uh, The Devil All the Time. Great. Needs more recognition. And I also chose Sound of Metal, yeah, yeah, closing yeah, us yeah, yeah. out. Which I watched alone, but it was it was so good. Snobby top ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I would like you all to pick a movie that is not nominated for the Oscar that is your best picture for twenty twenty. Ooh, it's not nominated for the Oscar for best film. Right, because we talked about our favorites nominated for best film. My pick is Thunder Force. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what? <laughs> With uh, Melissa McCarthy. A week away. That is not nominated. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, on the rocks. I'll go with mine as you guys are looking. Go for yours. Um, I'll say both of mine that were in my top two that we just named. One I'll talk about briefly because not many of you will watch it, which is Malmkrog, which is Romanian. It is based off of a philosophical slash narrative book from the early 1900s. 
and Kristen Puyu. Christian Puyu from Romania. He's made a couple art house films. Uh, did something I've never seen before, which is he made philosophical talk interesting in the movies, even to the point where um, they debate the validity of Christ's resurrection. There's like a fake death in the movie where it seems like everyone in the... Like there's a scene in the middle of the movie where, spoiler, everyone gets shot. And then like the next act starts and they're just all alive again. So it just does a couple really interesting things and it's in period uh, garb. So th that's a movie for you extremists who really love cinema. Go watch it. The regular person, I would say you have to warm up first. <laughs> then I also want to talk about Emma. J we talked about a Jane Austen adaptation, Pride and Prejudice, a few eps ago. And I think this is the only film that is on Pride and Prejudice's bar as far as Jane Austen adaptations go. Where Pride and Prejudice nails the romantic aspect, this nails the comedy and the eccentricity that is in Jane Austen's writing. It's just colorful. It's fun. There are a couple poignant moments. It's romantic. It's almost like a comfort movie. I could throw this on any time, and I think I'd like it. Hmm. And it's definitely connected with the younger generation of moviegoers more than the older generation. I find the older generation seems to think that it's not a great Austen adaptation, but a lot of the millennials and even... Uh, people under their 40s, they think it's just absolutely delightful. Hmm. Hmm. So go watch Emma on HBO Max now. Hmm. Um, even though one of my picks was a miniseries, I'm still going to talk about it, even though it cannot, <laughs> it cannot, it cannot contend for the Academy Awards. But uh, I just want to shout out our boy, uh, Derek C. in France. Derek C. in France. A long time friend of the podcast. We love, <laughs> we love Derek. one time. Uh, but he made this great miniseries with Mark Ruffalo, acted to perfection, um, where Mark Ruffalo Agreed. plays himself and his twin brother. Um, specifically, one scene I can remember uh, is it's a flashback of um, this guy and his brother when they're on their school bus on a field trip, and it just broke my heart. Um, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I kind of want to go watch it again and just cry. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I just do want to shout out that cause it was awesome and it was shot on film and it looked so good. Um, but I'm going to go off the beaten path. Best documentary and best picture. The last dance. Oh, oh. let's go MJ. Michael oh, Jordan. So good. That was Man, very good. That's, that's a documentary. Oh, did you say that it was very good? I heard it wasn't very <laughs> no. good. That was very I was good. like, "What? We love the so last good. dance." Yes. Um, yeah, it's just great uh, hearing about that. And I didn't. I grew up in it, but also I was very, very young, so I don't really remember much of it. So, mm -hmm. um, was able to relive all that. I had a, I had a couple. Okay, two two that I can think of. Okay. One of one of my picks would not be eligible because it would be a mini series or whatever, but I really loved the costumes, the writing, the pace, the drama of Queen's Gambit. Anya Taylor-Joy, she's the lead in Emma. I really, really yeah, loved true. it. It was a Netflix series, but I don't know. It just, it was so beautiful. And um, I don't know what the criteria is for things getting on Letterbox, but I was able to rate it on Letterbox. And you usually can't do TV shows, so I think it's because it's a mini series. It's a one-off, so it okay. has like a beginning and end. There, right? Okay, with it. okay. Um, my more serious uh, would be an animated nomination. Onward, whoa! 
You how dare? Do that. I was gonna do that as <laughs> oh, a joke. Oh, were you? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gonna, no, I was gonna do it as a joke. I stole it. Don't even bring it up. What do you? What do you? What are you think I'm thinking of? Are you thinking of Raya? No. Are you thinking of Wolfwalkers? Yes. You didn't like it as much. I think it deserves beautiful, a little more though. attention. It is beautiful. I think Raya is more of like a contender. That's like, a 2021 movie, so. Yeah, yeah, but that would be more of like a contender, whereas Wolfwalker would be like, oh, honorable mention, it's like third place. Like, I don't think it would win, but yeah. but no one's really talking about it, and it's beautiful. I love the animation style. It's like paper on paper, kind of like moving, kind of that that feel uh, with hand-drawn. I believe it's hand-drawn as yeah. well. So, yep. um, yeah, just, and, and you know, it feels like a children's storybook, and it's... Um, Really, really cool story. Like I, I, I like the story, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a four out of five. You yeah, know, if you're me. into beautiful animation, check out their other two films from that studio: The Secret of Kells and Song of the Sea. Both beautiful. Mm, films. Song of the Sea is great. Mm. Hasso. Um. Then Um. I was looking through my 2020 list, and one that kind of surprised me that um, I forgot about was The Wolf of Snow Hollow. <laughs> I think I really appreciate Jim Cummings. He's a more of a up and coming writer director. <coughs> he made a movie in 2013 called Thunder Road. Thunder Road, which I really really like. Mm. I don't think The Wolf of Snow Hollow is as good. I agree. Um, I love that he went for it though. You try to make this horror comedy thing that doesn't quite land. Some moments definitely land. Um, but man, I think there's so much, he has, he brings so much energy and a creativity to his work. So I'm really excited to see him keep going and figure, keep figuring himself out. I think once mm-hmm. he figures it out, he could create something really I think great. I think he's going to be really yeah. good. Jared. Oh, I already talked already about went. Emma and Malm Krog. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move is, on. Is, is no one talking about King of Staten Island or like what's going on? Stop. I didn't watch that. Stop it. The King that. of Staten Island. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Pete Davidson. It. I can't take it anymore. I might have to leave this podcast. Holy cow! I've been thinking this about this for weeks. Oh, that broke the camera. Guys, I've been back. thinking about this for months, and oh no, I just can't go on anymore. Say it ain't so. And no, now no, that you brought no. up the King of Staten Island by Judd Patow starring Pete Davidson, you don't think? I I don't <laughs> know if you guys are snobs anymore. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, let's instead of best director. I would like to ask you guys what your favorite shot mm. of 2020 was. <sighs> Caleb, you look ready. I got mine. That's My here. favorite shot is a 30-minute shot. Whoa. Whoa. The whoa, opening whoa. scene. Not the opening scene, but um, a few minutes into the movie, Pieces of a Woman. We get a 30-minute oneer going through the house of Shia LaBeouf and Vanessa Curry, Kirby as um, mm. she is about to give birth. Um, and it is stress-inducing. I had to skip through a little bit of it just because I was so, like, stressed out. Um, Were you triggered? No, I was not. You're always <laughs> triggered, admit it. Um, but, yeah, I loved it. Great shot. I really, I think that was a really good movie. The f- that first half is great. The second half kind of, um, I don't think lands perfectly, but it's a four star movie in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think it is a true winner. I want to say there might be a couple hidden cuts, but there might be. It took, uh, they did it took two days to shoot, 
they did six takes. They used the fourth one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a shot. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa Kirby's great in that shot. She She's is. A great I, I would I wouldn't be mad if she won best actress. That would be physically taxing to do three times in one day. And she's never given birth before. Well, yeah, she gave birth six times. In real life. Yeah, in in during their sh- the, while they were shooting. That's not possible. Yeah, she gave birth six Who times. Who did? <laughs> Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby. Come on, guys. She had never given birth before, so she kind of had to do a lot of research to figure out uh, how that's all done. Eric, <laughs> if any of you guys know, feel free to let me know. <laughs> how dare you. Eric, Ethan, either of you have a shot? My shot is from Promising Young Woman, actually. Whoa. And it's when she's cleaning. It looks like she's doing dishes at the coffee shop she's working at. And the camera's, like, down low, and it it puts her up, like, as if she's a saint. Oh, yeah. You, what I'm, you remember what I'm talking yeah. about? I love that shot. It's a great shot. Because I think thematically it just captures what she thinks she is doing. I'm being a saint. I'm seeking justice or right, and right. in her own broken way, of course, but yeah. I really love that moment. She's just washing the dishes and it looks like, cause there's like, it's like a, I don't know if it's a light fixture or something yeah. that's behind her head. It looks like a halo <laughs> and it even frames her. Like it's real, it's really well done. I really like that. Ties in issues of forgiveness as well. Yes. My favorite shot was in sound of metal. Mm. And it was when he was at the concert. He was playing drums. His hearing goes out. Oh. His hearing go. It starts to. It starts to numb. His hearing goes numb, and then it's. It gets like muffled, and this shot stays on him on the drums. It occasionally goes to the band, you know, around him, but it pretty much just stays on him. And he needs to, he needs to just like convey to the camera that he has just lost his hearing or he's in the active process of losing, losing his hearing. And it goes from muffled to nothing. And then I think it comes back, but it is a long, you know, it's not a 30 minute one or, but it is a long shot that if I remember right is fairly uncut. Um, and you just you're, you're you're just with him as he's slowly realizing that this is becoming more and more of a serious thing. Yeah, and you just see it painted on his face and just kind of like he's coming down off of it. All the while, he's supposed to be the drummer for the set, like that's actively going. So he's like trying to keep in beat, trying to like stay with everybody. And so he's also playing the drums while all this is happening. And then like occasionally his part would stop. So he'd just be sitting there and like his face go. And yeah, it was just, it was beautiful. I loved it. Wonderful. Yep. Man, I've got so many. I'm trying to decide between. <laughs> That's a tough one. Uh, the fairy closing the door in Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> of course is great. Uh, I forgot about that. The, uh, that is such a <laughs> Because you don't see it. It just goes. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> The very last shot of the movie uh, documentary, The Painter and the Thief, which I won't say here because it's too good to spoil. Um, now on Hulu, The Painter and the Thief, Best mm-hmm. Doc 2020. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, there's some ghostly images of the dig, but I'm going to go with a fun one, which is in the film On the Rocks, which I think is just masterful. I watched it twice to make sure that I wasn't crazy the first time. <laughs> yeah, what's it about? 
Um, the on oh, the rocks so is it's about got Bill Murray, Rashida Jones. Yeah, Rashida Jones, better known as Anne from Parks and Rec, or Karen from The Office, is her husband is gone a lot on his work, and she starts it because of her uh, father, Bill Murray. Uh, he suggests that her husband might be cheating on her, so she starts getting paranoid about her husband cheating on her. Mm. And um, Bill Murray's trying to reconnect with his daughter through like them snooping on her husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so really want to watch this even more now. It's very it good. Is, and it's uh, it's a movie that catches you by surprise because it's got way more depth. It's mm. it doesn't seem like it's not presenting itself as having a lot of depth. But it does. There's a lot there. Um, but there's just a whole sequence. I don't know if it's one specific shot where they lost. They were trying to tr- follow him in a car, and Bill Murray's got this old school car. I don't know what it is, and it's just New York City at night as they're driving around, and mm-hmm. it just looks so good. Mm. It's the same uh, cinematographer, I think, as Little Women. Really? Is it? Yurik. Oh, no. no it, a, actually, never mind. It's Philippe Lesourd. It, that's Yurik Lesourd. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, they are different. Um, but Philippe Lesourd, what else has he done? He's done a couple of really good things. He works, he's worked with uh, Sofia Coppola before. But like just the colors and the texture and just like, I don't know. I don't like car chases. I don't like cars, mm, but yeah. it's just so fun. And it looks so good. New York it City does. at night. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that's what the movie is about because I w- just from the the poster, I was getting lost in translation vibes. It and is I was oh, not definitely at all. not that. And I was like, I'm just I'm just glad that that's actually what it's about because I was like, okay, I mean, I could be on board, I guess, but like Bill's getting old and like this is weird now. Like this it is was, like Cary Grant. Like Audrey I literally kind of old. literally went into this movie expecting like this is going to be dumb. Okay. This looks terrible, and yeah. walked away like this is the third best movie of 2020. I love it. Third. It's right after my front two. It's wow. so good. Whoa. Um, and I don't want to talk about it too much, but yeah, it's 90 minutes it. on Apple TV Plus. It's a great watch. It's a fun watch. It is. Uh, it has some depth. I was just gonna say, same cinematographer. Um, he did The Grandmaster. Oh, The Grandmaster with Wong Kar Wai. That's what and, I'm thinking and of. And Beguiled. Did you do? And Seven Pounds. Huh. Beguiled. Beguiled. Did you do yours? I couldn't remember. Did you do your shot? What'd yeah, you he what'd did. What did you just say, Ethan? He did. Did you just say something? No. Ethan's making fun of me, Eric. Tell him to stop. Ethan, just what do what you feel <laughs> is best. Um, Let's go. No, did anyone... no. <laughs> He's going to hit me. He did, did almost hit him. Did anyone watch another round? Yeah, yep. I did. Yeah. I was I was going to watch that, it, and it looked very simplistic in, in what it was supposed to be. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Didn't like, love it. Like it, it was, it, it could almost take place in one setting. Like I didn't. Oh um, no, it's in a lot of settings. Okay, yeah. yeah. And actually, I really like the. It'll um, probably win best hypothesis. Feature. I love oh. their hypothesis. Uh, You've been I, testing I'm, it I'm out. Gonna, I've been testing it out, guys. Uh, Caleb, I'm perpetually I can buzzed. Vouch. Caleb, what's that uh, hypothesis? By the way, it's that you're supposed to stay at a point zero five percent alcohol like, <laughs> limit. Um, and, and then so you'll be more productive I drink and happy. throughout the day. The buzz limit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving on to our next uh, category, I'd like to know your best performance, male or female. Oh, I already we're, said it. We're not gendered here. You did? Oh wait, are we? Are we? I was. I just Carrie Mulligan. In promising just young woman, takes or the it dick? for me. Promising young woman. Yes, she's so good. I just, I just couldn't stop watching her. I feel like she just did such a good job. Mm. She does so well in the dig, but I think promising young woman, it just. She's one of the most consistently great actresses in the game. Like, even though we never get a flashback to what actually happened, we just hear about it, 
I feel like seeing her performance, I totally believed that she went through that. Yeah. Hmm. Just easily. Hmm. By the way, a really good American. Like, she's full British. She does a great American. Like, oh, for very, sure. Very proper British accent. Like, I saw her in SNL, and I was like, she sounds like nobody I've ever heard before. But in Promising Young Woman, I was like, that is a great American accent. Yeah. Sorry, I can hear Andy listening. To, oh, he's watching another round. Oh, you can oh, hear you're watching you're another round of Denmark. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Good little backtrack. Good timing. Um, I'll go after Ethan because I already got mine. I th- I feel like if I watched The Father, this answer would change. Maybe, mm. but um, I just remember so viscerally when after watching Sound of Metal. Yeah, Riz. That Riz should get it because, like, after it ended, I was like, he acted the hell out of that movie for sure and it wasn't like he was trying to get an oscar he acted in a way i be, i he he removed himself and he was just that character he wasn't riz anymore he was he was fully that character he was deaf he was struggling he was this like downtrodden guy like he was able to completely enter the space of that character and it was yeah. There was there's sometimes where like an actor will like, you can tell that they're like overshooting it or they're like really trying to like capture something. But his performance was so authentic that after it ended, I was like, please, someone give this guy an Oscar. Well, I heard Riz went full method and actually ruptured his eardrums for the, <laughs> the, the like to. Is this a kooky fact? Yeah. Or are no. you? Yeah. Are you just trolling me <laughs> once again? He's a I'm troll. Looking at you. Now He's he only troll. does deaf roles. Death rolls. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he actually learned sign language because that would be oh, I bet ridiculously awesome. Probably. Um, my favorite performance. My favorite performance. Yours? Uh, I, Anthony Hopkins was great. Mm-hmm. His last little bit. Mm. <sighs> lost my. I want to cry just thinking about it. Oh, oh it's do terrible. It uh, you breaks your cry. heart. You um, so cry. I think he'd be my pick for best performance, but. I want to say opposite Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham. Bo, Bo is great. Bo Burnham's awesome. I okay. I want to see him in more stuff. Because you want to punch him at the end or what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I think Bo Burnham was great, and I would love to see <sighs> him in more things, and I'd love to see him direct more things. Shout mm-hmm. out, eighth grade. <laughs> yes. Gerard. Um, I'm going to go to another movie no one's seen. It's called Beginning. It's from the country of Georgia. And the main actress in this movie, let me look up her name. It is Ia Sukitashvili. Sukitashvili. Sukitashvili, who plays Yana, the main character in Beginning. She's gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my bick. We're basically <laughs> done, Ricky, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Bicky shows up. When the bick's in town, you know it's getting down. We're just talking our favorite performance, Ricky. You want to give us your favorite performance of 2020? Oh, my favorite performance was the the wolf from Wolfwalkers. Oh, that was my animated. I didn't like the cool. movie that much, but I liked the wolf. <laughs> Did you have a best uh, performance? Uh, Ma- male or I, female? Nothing like super stood wait, out to me. To wait, be wait, 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 wait. Stop. But We're going to give you... Because we're only on to best shot, we're going to let you pick one. You can pick your favorite performance or the best shot. 
of 2020. You only get to pick one because you're late. <laughs> Super late. Okay, that's fine. I'll, uh, <laughs> you know, my favorite movie of the year was definitely Mank because I like being really bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Chris just loves boredom. <laughs> Uh, I I didn't have any performances that super stood out, but I just watched Sound of Metal like last night. Riz, and I think Riz Riz, was, yeah. Riz he's a boy. He he Riz to Oof. the occasion. So this is nice. true. I've been Bird singing play. his praises this whole pod. Like it was great. It was so good. All right, now we're moving on, and this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited. Fun, only fun. Ethan and Caleb, stop bickering, you two. We're having a good pod, okay? I'm having a great pod. I thought we were. I don't know Fairly young Caleb. couple. We got right? an even greater this pod. Guy. Thanks, Ricky. Ricky, you I'll know what? You can share your bet. Oh, okay, so what was your favorite <laughs> What was your favorite moment? Movie moment. I got one. Go. I'm ready to go. Go, babe. Promising young woman. Parents are watching a movie. They're watching Night of the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Night of the Hunter, best movie all time. I said it. We're and talking about best of 2020, Night of the Hunter, 1955, directed by Charles Lawton, starring okay. Robert Mitchum, okay. Shelley Winters, uh, and <laughs> Lillian Gish, black and white, floating down the river. Best thing in a movie all time. Keep Sorry. screaming. Keep screaming. Love it. And please. Emerald Fennel knows it. That's why she put well, it yeah, in Well, yeah, I feel like we saw that. We're like, oh, Night of the Hunter. We know what this movie's about. But I feel like other people watch it. They're like, oh, they're watching some old black and white movie. But, man, there's layers there. Yeah, the layers, night that yeah. I watched uh, Promising Young Woman was actually, it was between two movies with a couple of my friends. I was like, you guys want to watch Night of the Hunter or Promising Young Woman? Had no idea it was going to show up. That's so I was like, hey, yeah. that's the other movie wow. we were going to well, watch. Well, it's weird because if you watch Night of the Hunter, they're watching Promising Young Woman <laughs> on their TV. In that. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember it's that. Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's in the know. reflection of the water. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think that's right. All right, good moment. I alluded to it earlier already, but I think the conversation between Riz Ahmed's character and the guy who plays the rehab uh, kind of facilitator in Sound of Metal, I thought that whole yes. exchange was amazing. 100 times yes. Great. Um, I'll go if you guys don't have one. Go ahead. I do have one. Um, I do Ethan have and well. Eric, I need you to close your ears for a second. Because my moment comes from the rom-com Wild Mountain Time. Wild Mountain, what a wild and time! Time is spelled T H Y M E, and I literally need you to close your ears because I do not want to spoil this for either of you. Snobby spoilies, snobby spoilies. I can't emphasize this enough. This is the biggest spoiler you'll ever get on this pod. The whole movie, Jamie Dornan and Emily Blunt are falling in love. Well, she's in love with him, he's in love with her, but he does not reciprocate her love, and we find out. <laughs> Nine tenths into That's the movie, so that the reason he is not reciprocating her love is because he literally thinks that he is a honeybee, and I have never laughed so hard in my life as the moment when Jamie Dornan she's like, "What's wrong?" and he's just like, "I think I'm a honeybee," and you're like, "What?" and then you look back in the movie and there's hints that he acts like that the whole time. Um, and I'll stop. Spoily over. Spoily over. Someone so, touch Eric and Ethan. So Spoily's over. That's crazy because my favorite moment actually also came from Wild Mountain. Did it really? Yeah, it was the ending credits. Nice, dude. Yeah. Love it. I think it's a great movie. <laughs> we watched no, it on I Valentine's Day. Yeah. We yeah. watched it on Valentine's Day. I was just not in the mood or either or that day. So you were not in the mood that day. I was not in the mood. But I got a favorite moment. Okay. Um, oh. Spoily over. Oh, oh no, go. No, I didn't know. Spoily over. I crashed the party. I won't crash your sentence. Go ahead, Ricky. Um, <laughs> all right, fine. 
Uh, I actually, I, I'm between two or three, but I'm going to go with, um, did you guys talk about the ending of Sound of Metal yet? Not the ending. Mm-hmm. No. The um, ending moment was like, was mm. hot. That's mm-hmm. hot. That was some hot stuff. So. For sure. For sure. No, anyone who's seen it, that is, that is for sure. Turning uh, off the beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, turning off the the little ear receptor things and mm-hmm. just kind of sitting in silence and looking up at the sun through the, through the tree and just kind of, you know, I think that's super poignant of like the life and like life in the silence and that that conversation he had with the 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 what's his name, the guy that owned the home that he hung out in. I don't remember I his name. I can't remember. Old the name. Larry. Anyways, yeah, the thing name. that he's talked about, like that, like the silence is the kingdom of God and stuff, and like that's where you'll find yeah. it. Yeah, I think that was like you know his first moment along that path, kind of. And I I'm guess. pretty sure and he like, like closed his eyes and lifted his head. Yeah, as well. It yeah. was just it was just a great like very special moment. So. Not yep. to the divine. Is someone going to talk about the fairy closing the door in Eurovision? No. Um, <laughs> my moment is in Minari uh, when Jacob, uh, the father, and Monica, the wife, are having their conversation right after meeting with the Korean grocer and they're having it outside in the parking lot and it's it's like they just struck gold with the with their crop like they were giving it to this grocer it was all working and they go out into the parking lot and they have this massive argument and it basically ends with them being like okay I guess this is over like we're done and we're done yeah. with each other and it was just like this heartbreaking like rise and fall and then fall again like it was like because of the scene that happens immediately after that um and you didn't expect it to to fall again but it was yeah it was just so heavy and um they really stayed the camera really stayed in that moment with their emotions yeah and there was silence and yeah it was just it was a really well done moment Hasso made you feel oh he already said didn't I already go we yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we all we went. Go. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for listening to me. I, I have a I have a runner-up moment that I won't get into, but yeah, there's please this don't. In uh, the last and first oh, men. Last, I thought I the, thought that's what you were gonna I, say. I was, it, the, it was it was between a couple. But yeah. This I, I would I would dub the moment doom drop danger. Doom drop danger. <laughs> we did mention that that was one of your two. Are you talking about when it cuts to black and you got the little bloop yeah. bloop, or are the red? Uh, I I just remember it being like the really shocking bloopy bloop, and then the the music changes very yeah. abruptly. Last and first men, Johan Johansson. Yeah, I still have uh, to watch that. Rest in that. peace. He uh, committed suicide shortly after completing this film. Oh God! He wrote the score. It's amazing, and it's mainly shots of Estonian architecture with Tilda Swinton sci-fi narrating. It's really uh, cool. unlike anything you've ever I'd seen before. That. Holy cow! One that of my top five of twenty. Do we talk about top movies of the year yet? Yeah. Okay, so that's one of two. It's that we I'm mentioned thinking of ending things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, we we did our uh, Instagram. Okay. Let's do. Uh, let's let's finish off with a triple threat of a question. Ooh. I need to give me three movies. Overrated, underrated, pleasant surprise. We are snobs. There are overrated films. I got it. Underrated. What do the people need to see that is getting trashed on? And what like surprised you? What were you not expecting to be great? I got you. Underrated. Guys. For me, underrated is definitely on the rocks. Yes, let's no, go. Sorry, I got my word wrong. Underrated is the dig. Let's still that's, go. That's twenty twenty one, isn't it? Yeah, but it would have been up for the Oscars, so it's okay. It was January twenty twenty one. That's true. It was. I thought it was man, so good. Um, 
Everyone, um, I want to shout out The Dig. We're not going to talk much more because we got to wrap it up, but The Dig, The Dig, The Dig. Go see The Dig on Netflix. Ray Fine and Carrie Mulligan. And overrated? Ford. I'm going to go with The Five Bloods. Okay. I really, yeah, the hype was high. Just wasn't there for me. The Hidden Gem is probably On the Rocks. On the Rocks is... Because it was not talked about much, but man, oh, it's so good. Loved it. In 10 years, people will be talking about On the Rocks. Yeah, it's so good. It's funny to mm. see it. So we're uh, supposed to give you overrated, underrated, and pleasant surprise. Pleasant oh, that's what I meant, not Hidden Gem. Sorry. Hidden Gem also works. Okay. <laughs> hidden Gem slash pleasant surprise. Uh, overrated, uh, Mank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mank. Um, mank. Yeah. Sorry. More like mink. Mink. Um, mink. Underrated. Uh, if you go read the letterbox reviews for The Devil all the time, you will think this is maybe a very bad movie. Yeah. And I think that's just the Netflix bias of a lot of people that aren't ready for what they are about to watch, weren't ready for it. But I think it's a very, very, very beautiful movie. Great takedown of the poor forms of American evangelicalism, actually. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I... I could gush about also, it. Also, Dudley like from Harry Potter literally has spiders on his face. Mm. Yep. <laughs> as he's preaching. It's great. It's hot. Oh, it's, it's terrible. Preachers should yeah. aspire to be like that. Oh gosh. Should they? <laughs> um <laughs> I dump spiders on my face when I preach. And then a uh, pleasant surprise for me was Promising Young Woman. I think based off the trailers and everything, it just seemed like it was gonna be like ultra preachy, pretty like mm-hmm. straightforward, like revenge thriller. And I think it ended up being a lot more um, interesting and complex than that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I really appreciated that movie. Hmm. Cool. Okay. You, me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> me. You, me, me, you, me, you, me, me, you. Uh, I think overrated No Man Land. No oh, Land. I actually agree. I don't think it's a terrible movie, but it is way overrated. I think it's, I exactly, that's the perfect definition. Like, yeah. it's overrated, but, yeah. You know, it's good. Uh, underrated. Uh, Monster Hunter for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice, bro. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Nice dig. Best uh, movie of all time. <laughs> shoot, I had some good ones. Um, I think Minari was my pleasant surprise. Okay. That was, I, I enjoyed that a lot more than I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was going to like three it, three half it, but um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Um. No, I think I think my I think underrated. I I my real answer is I agree with Ricky. Devil all the time. Um, deserves more than it was due. I didn't even give him mention. Like, what's that about? What's that about? It's crazy. It was very good. Hmm. Caleb, overrated. I'm between a few, but I'm gonna say Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, not, um, uh, once again, not a bad movie, not, but terrible, not a great but movie. I thought you were going to say Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, yeah, Maybe but. I should say that. Um, <laughs> underrated. And this is going to sound weird, but I think Tenet is underrated. It is. Um, I Ooh. think people are like, the sound is terrible, and oh, it's so confusing and weird. I'm like, this is a really great movie, and it takes a really creative, smart person to come up with this concept, and it also just looks really great. Um, so I think that was underrated. And pleasant surprise, I don't think we've talked about it yet, but The Way Back. Oh, mm. Batfleck. With Ben Affleck. With Batfleck. Yeah. Batfleck. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. And uh, it was a nice subversion on the uh, sports movie. You know. Mm-hmm. It's not really a sports movie. Mm-hmm. 
even though it involves sports. Sports. <laughs> sports. <laughs> One might say sports. <laughs> God, please. Jared. Overrated, I'm going to say any movie nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars that isn't Promising Young Woman <laughs> or Sound of Metal. <laughs> so go look Whoa. at the list yourself. Underrated. I feel like I just had one and I forgot it. Oh, yeah, underrated. Like, I don't love this movie, but everyone trashed on Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> and, like, I hate, not hate, but I vehemently dislike most of these DC Marvel superhero movies. And I really enjoyed Wonder Woman 84. Wow. I thought it was pretty interesting. I did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eric. So even though I wouldn't be like, you have to go watch this, I'm like, it didn't deserve the trash it got. Hmm. Pleasant surprise. I'm going to match Ethan with The Dig. I think The Dig is a hidden gem of a mm. movie. It like The trailer is one of those. I'm like, this doesn't look that good. Right. And then I read a review that was super high on it. And I was like, okay, maybe there's something here and I just need to give it a chance. And I was like in tears. Yeah, it's it beautiful. It really... And it's it's got a lot of philosophical depth with it the does. past and what archaeology is doing and time and the future and I like I, I I don't like archaeology that much but after the dig I was like archaeology is cool yeah I've got the most I would you quit your job to become an archaeologist <laughs> <laughs> that that there's no money in that though I also can't say enough Why about... Why would you quit your job to be an artist? Is there much money in his job either? My true <laughs> underrated probably isn't Wonder Woman. It's Emma. I don't think Emma gets enough love. It kind of got swept under the rug, but everyone needs to go watch Emma. I have the true most overrated film of 2020. Don't you dare. And we both watched it. Don't you... Oh, Onward? Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, people loved Onward. I don't get it. They lo One of my other friends that I respect his opinion... Not that day. I think he fived it. <laughs> I think he fived it. I think he fived it. Not that day. <laughs> it was mind blowing. That was maybe I the most one starred it. Eric and I like we that was really painful for us and then Sean the Sheep Farmageddon was really painful for us. We couldn't finish Farmageddon. We somehow finished onward. Ooh. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Guys, that's our twenty twenty wrap up. Good stuff. We hope that you check out some of these Oscar movies that we talked about. I hope we gave them the praise mm. that they are due. You can go watch those ones we didn't like so much because obviously other people like them and maybe you'll right. think differently than us. Yep. And then we gave you a couple side options that we believe are probably the far superior movies of the year. It sounds like the most mentioned tonight, I believe, if I was tallying correctly, were Promising Young Woman and Sound of Metal Easily. in a tight race. So Correct. definitely go check out those two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thanks for coming Bye. with us, guys. I'm Billy Crystal, and <laughs> this is the Oscars, and we had a great wow. night tonight. A promising young woman won a best picture. Carrie Mulligan with the best actor. And Riz Ahmed with the best actor. And the <laughs> Pinocchio won best makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> we cannot wait to see you next year at the 2022 Oscars, where Joaquin Phoenix will return to host as the Joker. Good night, Maria. That was amazing. Wow, what a what, what an episode, guys. <laughs> you want to?